Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! for just a long time cold open is here. here we're just here i Play like when podcasts do this just straight opening hey poll from the from the audience i will right now oh they like it no insta poll yeah right now uh we're gonna count we're gonna tabulate would you rather us just jump into talking or do you like the intro music sound off at some some social at social oh would you prefer an ad at the beginning of it because <laughs> we kind of just give it away now you know like the chili peppers Give it, give, away, it give it away, give it away, give it away. Yeah, what they say. Exactly. So funny, a little uh, story the music I'll made me think of this, which is not, well, yeah, it's not that funny, but it is kind of fun. In in quirky dad world of us both having children is that uh, last night while my daughter was playing a soccer game on the side, a bunch of little four and five-year-old boys that are siblings of some of the players are kind of playing around and, and just doing kid things. And my son looks at this group of like three or four boys his age and says, hey, y'all want to do some of that broke down dancing? And some of us heard it. And one of the dads just dies laughing. And he goes, hey, guys, let's do some broke down dancing. And then my son gets on the ground and does like some type of rolling around break dancing. And he kept calling it broke down dancing. And the funniest part was the other kids started doing the same thing, just dancing. So I thought it was really funny that he calls break dancing broke down dancing which is funny because like with Fortnite, yeah a lot of kids are learning the like stuff these from weird it. like dance moves which is weird i don't know does anybody can, can anybody verify because backpack kid was on katie was with katie perry on snl right that's where back the floss I'm, I'm, I'm going i think it was katie perry on snl but i don't know if that kid got it from Fortnite or Fortnite picked it up from backpack kid and is Backpack Kid getting any royalties from the floss? I don't know, but he should. Yeah, because I mean, like that's his—that's his move. He just came up, and it was—it was a lightning rod moment for the world that he, because everybody was talking about on social the next day. There wasn't a song to the floss though, like the. No, it was just this kid. Like that was other, his move. Yeah, they were doing like a Soul Train like yeah. dance line, and when he got up there, he he laid down the floss, which. Can, can we get a, a 30 for 30 for the floss? That's 2018 dance moves. But anyway, so kids are probably, like, we didn't, like... But broke down. I just but, thought it was funny. But we didn't have dance-offs. Like, it was pretty uncool to dance. Like, our, our generation, it was the cool kids, like, lean against the wall at the dance in junior high and all that. Now, I would dance. As in as much as I could. Well, when you're not good at it, yeah. it also doubles down on the with reason no, not with to. With no rhythm. The offhanded claps, just yeah, just yeah. not good. Anyway, broke down dancing. I was a big fan of break dancing. Breaking, you remember the movie? Breaking, breaking to electric boogaloo. It always looked like their wrists were breaking because they'd be up spinning sideways with their wrist off. See, I, and up. then what? What are the modern sort of movies like with dance offs? There's uh, a bunch of them in the past uh, ten years. All those. What's that movie? The guys can like slide on their heads across across the dance floor and that's uh super impressive there's there's a modern set of these movies that i don't understand 
When I well, say just, modern, they, I mean, just, they, they came out in the 90s. When the teams show up to places and like no. dance against each other in... I guess, but then who judges? Like, is there a judging like group? Anyway, I think it really does happen. I don't understand it, but people slide across the ground, and and I've I've challenged like, is this a real dance move? Like, how do you not get carpet burned? Like, I can't like <laughs> scoot across three inches across the floor. I, I do I do think the floor makes a difference in your ability to have dance moves, even if you can't dance that well. Because if you got some slick sole shoes and like a slick, board, you, can you can at least do some shuffle. like James Brown kind of heel kick stuff, you know. Yeah. Slide around a little bit. I want bit. to see that. I want you to demonstrate it. Oh, I, I don't bring that out very often. It, it takes a special, special occasion. Special. Real special. But I, I was a big fan of the breakdancing culture. I had a, um, I mean, I was never any good at it, but. Um, I, could, I could do uh, some moves. Isn't there somebody that we know that, like, was a breakdancer? Like, like, somebody that's, like, surprising. If it's you, let us know. Dave DeFazio. I think maybe it is. I think Dave I DeFazio is an amazing breakdancer. I think so. I think he carried around like the cardboard and the he boom had box. the boombox yeah. on his shoulder, and he put it. He had a the leather. one that had the light up. Like he had light up. He had the le- yeah, the EQ, the light up EQ. That's when you knew it was good. His shoes were checkerboard Vans looking shoes, you mm-hmm. know. They and, but with a black leather um, Eddie Murphy raw. He did, and he wore a, he wore like a, a headband, like the samurai style headband, that dropped down in the back. That could be cool. Yeah, they called him Dancing Dave DeFazio. Dave's also older than he looks. Yeah. He's aged very well. That's right. Good on you, Dave. Because he was like, you know, almost 20 in the 80s. That's when Breaking was, <laughs> almost, was killing it. Almost 20. So that was it. Things. One of those things is true. Yes. One, one of those things that we just said, of all of those things, one of those things is true. It's true. So uh, speaking of truth, somebody's heading out of town for a fun family experience. Yeah, you know, weird that this is controversial. Like, I actually think this is is controversial. Well, let's talk about it. I'm going. This to, is your therapy. Good. Um, I need it. I pay for some, um, <laughs> and then can get need all I can free. Made the decision. My my oldest is 17. Middle child 16. I think they'll hear this because they are avid listeners, voracious listeners of Bank Marketing Podcast. Voracious. Wordly wise, word of the day. And um, today's my son's 14th birthday. Well, uh, look at, at you. As of the Jack recording. Mavis? Yeah, it's the annual Jacktacular um, ah. celebration. So we're taking him to Disney. I mean, I'll just tell you, I think I've, I've mentioned this on the podcast. So my kids were supposed to have a school Disney trip in April that got canceled. And I mean, for those of us with kids, I mean, kids don't handle things, even like mature kids just don't handle stuff like it's not like water water off a duck's back if your kid is water like take something like you're going to go to disney and then not even as a teenager cool like worry like like because that's a good time yeah but i'm just saying like i don't think that's stoic i think it's weird senior year my oldest you know her senior year she'd probably be ticked that i would you know was telling her like whatever but i mean like it it's a deal she'll never hear it anyway no she won't you know it's a deal and as a parent like i'm not prepared because like i'm not have my like i ain't feeling too sporty myself in all of this stuff how's her college hunt search recruitment going going well uh, she's um she's accepted to two local schools and um harvard and yale are on the um Precipice yeah. of acceptance. Yeah, we're waiting to, to hear back from, from both of them. One's got a little She's bit more. She's a very smart 
young woman. If Josh doesn't say so and brag about her, I no, will. No, she is. No, she is. I mean, I just thought I, I thought drop, dropping those two names. Might. Well, but people knowing us would think you might be a little no, sarcastic, no, and I'll um, be like, no, you're not being sarcastic. Fantastic young woman. We just had this discussion this this past weekend, and it steamrolled. And there's a point in time in parenting where when you discuss a thing theoretically, again, just what maturity can do and can't do, like, I realized that my kids had, had jumped the shark on this being fantasy. We looked at our credit card miles, points, and it was like, hey, we could, like, do this, which is probably the moment, the thing we shouldn't have said. <laughs> And we looked up um, New York Times. A lot of places have done a, um, these, you know, like they try to do these gotcha articles on Disney, but like Disney has actually had. Now, it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe other foreign countries that they can uh, kind of control their own news, I guess, that's coming out of there. But supposedly, allegedly, they have had no COVID cases that they can trace to part. Yes, like as far as no COVID cases from part guests, but um, none from employees that they can trace to their employees. So that new ride, the super spreader, you're not going to do that spreader, one. Not getting on that one. But anyway, it was it was a tough choice. And again, I, I'm sure that there's people that completely disagree with it. I think I probably have people close to me that disagree with this. I'm not going to advocate for doing something like this. I've joked, but I think it's somewhat true our kids have been the canary in the coal mine we send them back to school you know to public schools and that's been good fine. not event. you know um i'm sure there have been bad cases but the schools in our area in a state that i don't know that's done a fantastic job um with all of this have been fine so we're going to take a calculated risk it's one of those things either i'm going to really regret it's it, this is like a like a entrepreneur like call like i'm either really going to regret doing this or it's have an the worst, amazing family or, or moment re, time. or regret if we didn't do it and we just we we balanced out on one as i've i'm not as much of a disney fan as you might think by what i've said on this podcast i i appreciate their business model i appreciate how they run their stuff and i think maybe they're you know if I want to make it a work trip, if I had to expense it and it wasn't a points kind of trip, you know, I could write it off as seeing how they run their stuff to come back and share with banks. And if I find anything interesting, I'll let y'all know. But yeah, I mean, it's a, I'm actually weirdly more worried about the trip there. So because we're gonna we were gonna fly. I mean, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation there. Driver fly. I'm more worried about like the convenience store. Like their, pl- I had to, uh, um, uh, I made a, a client trip, and I was in some rural places, and I was like, if I contract coronavirus, it's here. Like I looked at the place, like it was like <laughs> this is it. You know, did all the right things, mask, um, sanitizer, hand washing, and came through that fine. So I'm actually more worried. I loaded up the cooler with some drinks, so we don't have to stop. But it's three kids. We're gonna have to stop and use the restroom. But I just got to a, not that anybody cares, but I got to a point that like we keep set, like we peaked early with the term new normal. Oh, well, we peaked early with our fear of coronavirus. Like hindsight, we have the advantage of it now. But I feel like when we were. Or at we least in our community, normal, like panic and three, scared, and everything Zoom and virtual. That was in like late March, like and everybody was like, like locking down. And now, after. now we're wide open, and it's like numbers on the way up. And you're like, should we have not reversed the way we did it? But, yeah. But I understand the idea was we didn't know what we knew. We we didn't know what we didn't know. We also were trying to flatten the curve, which now is not even talked about anymore. But I mean, it, I will say this: you know, all the memes that went, around, we went from flatten the curve to find the cure. Like there was no like. And and I get there's two reasons. Like, 
well, it didn't work. <laughs> you know, like well, we sort of some areas did sort of flatten the curve. No, they New abs- York had problems. You know, but, they absolutely did. But my point was, is in the end, it it wasn't enough. Like yeah. you know, it still wasn't few enough. I don't know. Am I gambling with my kids' livelihood? I, I think on any family vacation. I mean, there's are. probably more of a likely chance, knock on wood, that you'd have a car wreck yeah. and you'll probably get crowned with the 2%. I looked at the statistics yeah. because I'm a statistics guy. I think I've mentioned them here. At least in the state of Mississippi, you're as likely to die in a car accident on the way to work as you are to contract the coronavirus and. You can recover from the coronavirus. You cannot recover from a fatal car accident. So I thought I had, as we were pre-discussing mm-hmm. your trip, you'll probably stop since you're driving. Thoughts and prayers, please, from the yeah. – well, I'll be back by the time. Anyway, yeah. retroactive. Send yeah. them backwards. In the so country. you'll probably stop in the great city of Macon, Georgia. Center of Macon. Center of Georgia. Geometric center of Georgia. Not the origin, but the 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 home of the Almond Brothers Band. Yeah. All- Almond Brothers I, Band, not Almond Joy. Which not is Alman. really the Miguel Cranberry. Yes, but Almond Brothers Band. And they have some of the greatest sports names for their minor league team. They have the Macon Bacon, which is their minor league team. And their mascot for the Macon Bacon is Kevin, as in the one and only Kevin Bacon. He's the mascot? Yes. That's pretty cool. Kevin pretty Bacon. Meta. Yeah, so Kevin Bacon is the mascot for the Macon Bacon. They also had a hockey team, or maybe it was it was a hockey team one time called the Macon Whoopie with the whooping crane as their mascot, which you can get the the innuendo of Macon Whoopie, well, which is hilarious. Game or yeah, newlywed game yeah, which is whoopie. which is hilarious. And normally, or not normally, in years past, I would have said, "Hey, Josh, when you're in Macon, stop off and find a T-shirt for the Macon Bacon or a Macon Whoopie." Bring it back so I can have like a cool, funny sports shirt. And your response today should be, hey, dummy, Google it and order it on the internet. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I get trapped in, speaking of breakdance time, like 1980s it's, thought. It's broke, it's broke, broke down, down dancing. Broke down dancing. Which I could see like a, a big and rich or Florida Georgia line, like making broke down dancing like a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is big and rich even still a thing? No. They've that, are they I thought they, Cowboy Troy? Yeah, I think they broke up or separated, didn't they? Broke down. They broke down. Uh, by the way, ben, that was Brooks and Dunn that broke down. Now, Brooks and Dunn is still going strong, man. Ronnie Dunn kicks Brooks. Those think, boys are light. I think they broke up. No. No way. Oh, that was Hall & Oates. <laughs> Diamond Rio is what you're thinking of. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, Big and Rich Show together. Entertaining songs. Yes. Anyway, it's old 80s thinking that's like... Uh, I get caught up in it too, and like, I think everybody here knows I'm a nerd. Went to San Diego Comic Con. They have these San Diego Comic Con ex- exclusive things like comic books, movie memorabilia, and stuff. But like, there was a year I didn't get to go, and I really wanted one of the things that they had that has since become famous. It's Thanos's glove from Infinity War and with the jewels on yeah. it or whatever. Yeah, yes, yeah, so they made one that's like the Hulk fist, but it's got the it's just it's basically a remolded Hulk fist. But you could get it at the Comic Con. Josh likes bedazzled gloves. I do. So you know he likes a bedazzled glove. Uh, Michael Jackson. I, yeah, I think. Well, every, everything everything is controversial. Now. It is. It is. Like, every, I mean, I, I'm not going to get into why that's controversial. So if you don't know, whatever, I'm not making a big. But I mean, you can't. Everything's controversial. Anyway, 
Yeah. So I wasn't going to be there. They were already on eBay before the event started. Like people took the stock photo from the release, put it on eBay. And I got one. I got one before the people that actually attended the event would have been able to get it. Or right before they could get home with it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that I think inertia is one of our issues that we tend to think like we always do. And we talk about this in banking all the time. We do things like we always did. That's where I was going with this convo. Yada, 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 which is true. But, I mean, you can, like, I can't tell you how many times, like, I, I do the leatherworking thing that you know about. I was interviewed by the local paper. Thanks, Dennis Sid, because I know you listen. <laughs> when I say I know you listen, it's always ironic, by the way. Because he doesn't even know we have a podcast. Yeah. Uh, I hope you do, because you're a great dude. He was like, well, why did you start? And I was like, I had to, like, make up a story to make it. On the spot. Because, to make it, because here's how it really started. Here's the behind the music of Josh's leatherworking career is I was watching TV and I was like, it'd be cool to, to do leatherworking. And I ordered like a $14.99 multi-tool kit. This sounds like a like a craft beer story. Story Like you're sitting at home, you're like, it'd be cool to brew my own beer. I'm going to order a kit. And now I'm Sam Adams, <laughs> which that's not the guy's real name, by the way. No. But no, I got this little cheapo kit, like leatherworking kit. It made a pen pouch. Because I want to keep my pens together. Oh, yeah. Pen pouch. You don't need Everybody your, needs a pen pouch. You don't need your pen spread oh, here, there, and yonder. Kangaroo of writing utensils. Yes. Then I didn't do anything for a literal year. Pandemic hit. I still had the tools sitting around and 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 started leatherworking. And turned out I'm actually pretty, pretty good at it, as they say. And bought and upgraded all my tools because the cheap tools. I still use some of them, but like they are cheap. Kids... Like for my birthday, got me some, you know, nicer stuff and all that. But I mean, like literally I started a business because of a whim. My point is to to yours is you can just do it. Like, I mean, we've joked about like, just go watch that Shia LaBeouf video where he just yells, just do it. I mean, it's, it's all right there. I I wanted, I mean, I put out a book or maybe it's a pamphlet, but whatever you want to call it, I put out a book during this pandemic. My, My point to that is. So many people talk about things they would do if they had the chance or time. I hope you haven't missed the opportunity and chance and time during this pandemic to learn a new skill when there are other things you couldn't do. Travel, sports was down for four months, etc. But to your point, even though we're back, don't regret it. Excuses to me, I get there's limitations to, to dollars and life and whatever, but like excuses are getting a little old for a lot of stuff I hear. Uh, somebody... Uh, it was a tweet or something said, all these sports writers or journalists that say, if I just had time, I'd write a book. Where's your book right now? Because you had time over the past few months to put it. Like, yeah, it's just, but that's still a BS excuse. If I had time. It means it's not important enough to you. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you make time for what's important. I mean, you've asked me this. Like, how do I have all the time to do it? Now, my kids are older. Um, they split time with two households, but one, I'm a good multitasker. I can talk, do work, and and watch a movie and 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 do things. I don't like it, but um, I do it. What you don't have is an actual book idea. Like you want to write, like the idea of writing a book is much more interesting. I've oh, got, you want the trophy? You just don't want to do the training. And here's to get the weird it. thing, like because you know this, I have a book written. It's in a binder. Oh, I know the name of it, and I just don't feel like like. 
so a couple funny things, and this is a – so if you're ever like, well, Josh, that's because you're like a creative or whatever. That, no, look, I didn't know how to do leatherworking. I did not know how. I watched YouTube videos, which is weird that I'm letting this out because that would diminish I, – I, I studied under a Colombian craftsman. Now, I watched YouTube videos, which – leather. by the way, leatherworking has been around since like uh, – Can I tell you how many times I've had to do something around the house and I've dialed it up on YouTube? Yeah, and just – fixing. And it tells you exactly how to do it, like – Fixing kids like – Toys and stuff, like just whatever, like, oh, this thing doesn't work. I got to fix it, washer, dryer, whatever. It's all there. But look, not just the info, the stuff to do it. Like, again, using leatherwork, I sell, just so you know, I sell very expensive wallets. Go to uh, BrockerLeather.com, I think. Anyway, BR. They're very nice wallets. I just have a personal problem with buying something that is more than the amount of money I'll ever put in it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I don't need a. I don't carry one of my own. I have to make one because my other, my wallet broke that I really like. So I'm gonna make a um, knockoff of my can wallet. Make, can you make a baseball glove? Can I make a baseball? Glove? Yeah, that's a challenge. Yeah, I don't know why I would though. They make Rawlings has been doing a so their wallet company's been doing wallets for hundreds they, of years. Actually, companies that yeah, but anyway, I don't know. That's interesting. I, I do like that I can make anything I want, but it's because I bought a fourteen dollars set of tools. Now, not everything is. You know, that cheap. Like, I want to get into laser cutting signs. Uh, okay, that's maybe you need to start a little lower than the laser first. But every, everything, there's a cheap version of everything now. So it's not just the information, like the tools to do it, the knowledge. We live in a different world. You so, know? so think of a different world. For some reason, when you were talking about the glove and then you were going on about your, your leather trade, I, start, I thought of the leather mask. From horror movies, which one's got, is it Texas Chainsaw Mask or which one has the leather, leather face? Leather face. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Mask. Yeah, and which then reminded me that it's Halloween. That also reminded me that you will be in Disney World on Halloween with a mask mandate. Yeah, but Are you, you can't, but here's the, here's the. I mean, that's what I'm asking. I want to know where this fu- is going. Are y'all bringing costumes or y'all just going to. So here's like, the deal. You can. Because there's a lot Disney of. Disney doesn't allow costumes. No, they do. Or and they don't now. No, on, on a, on I've a, been there on Halloween. They, everyone was dressed up. On a normal basis, they don't, they discourage costumes, like cosplay kind of stuff. Yeah, because. Kids dress up like the princesses and the, the prince uh, and the characters. Now, the kids do. Yeah, like characters all the time. But on Halloween, you can come with a costume, but you but it can't have a mask at all. Ah. Uh, now, like you know, I, we were there for Halloween years ago, yeah. and it was like, my kids were scared. Yeah. It was so many, there were so many adults dressed up yeah. for that parade at, with yeah. the midnight parade. So whatever. all it of was, that is, all that's sh- no parades, no special events. Gotcha. Kind of good with that. I like. It. I'm not a parade I've, guy though. I've seen it plenty listen, of times. Listen, weirdly enough, when the kids God, were younger, God, God bless my wife for this. But when we were dating, and I was back in my political consulting phase of my career or or campaign member, I can't tell you how many parades I had to put candidates in, and how many times we needed staff to walk in parades, and it made me dislike parades so much well, I, that I can't even look at them now because you would just. Get your candidate and put him in a, or her, or he or she in a convertible, and they wave, or they would walk, and they would hand out pamphlets, and you're just like, why are we doing this? Yeah, I don't know what they do. I, I get it if there's a float, or if there's like something, a competition, I, but just, you're walking because you're a politician and you're waving. It'd be, it's, an, there's a weird, I'm like, yeah. why are we doing this? I'm an anti-parade. So we're both anti-paraders. I just don't see the point in a, I, I don't in a parade at all. I don't either. Now, I like The it. lip syncing? I mean... 
Yeah, I just don't just, like the Macy's the the Tournament of Roses parade is very interesting. But well, you they got make everything bands out of, in it is a little different to me. Like if you got bands playing from high school and the, well, no, no, the, no, I mean, the marching the, bands and all that, that's fine. I'm not into bands, but uh, uh, your kids just play in them. I'm into that. I'm into band, <laughs> one marching band, band because it's my kids. And when I show up, they know that I. All the parents know I notoriously hate this. I'm like, it, like the other parents like watch these other bands. I'm like, and I literally like antagonize them. So tell them about your Wendy's shout out because that is funny. Well, let me let me the 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 balloon. Whichever one has the balloons, that's Macy's Macy's Day. Day. And the Ro- Tournament Roses Parade, where you make the floats out of out of flowers. That's that's cool. There's a like it has a theme and a purpose. Just shutting down a road for people to walk down. I, but the kid, I don't know what the kids get out of it. But what about Mardi Gras? They shut it down, and it's not even for kids. Mardi Gras kind of goes into the Tournament of Roses, although everybody thinks there's one parade. No, it's a the, lot. It's a lot of parades. I don't have a problem. But with here's the, the deal: the New Orleans. The thing. reason I don't like is because they shut down a road. Like you're shutting down commerce for like a very temporary thing that does what? I, Everybody celebrates. What is there? A, could anyway? I don't know. I don't get it. Explain parades to me if you want to. Um, well, mine's just a personal experience yeah, issue. Well, I don't. I had, I I had to like do them. too many of them at a an age in life when well, I didn't I did want too. to do parades. I was in the band and was in I had them kids. And, I probably would have liked it at the time, but I didn't have kids. So. so shout out, kids are in the band, and they so there's this weird redneck country whatever thing where. I think you shifted too much to this. Set up the stage a little more of what so this is. So my kids go to band competitions. There we go. There we go. Because this and, is fun. And they put up a, you know, there's always a way to raise money from selling cookie dough to, you know, Donuts wrapping or paper. washing or cars, whatever. Yeah, always that stuff. Well, one of them is to do a shout out to your family. As they, to, take, as they take the as field. As they take the field. Yeah. This is Pontotoc High School marching over the, over the PA system. Yeah, and it's always, my, my radio voice is better than this guy's radio voice. And it's like... Now we have our shout-outs for Pontotoc High School as they take the field. And they always use these nicknames from to kink at you from my yeah. mom and pop-pop. Shake a leg, tater tot. I yeah. mean, it's always yeah. these... Ins- Love you, little boo. Have a great season. You know, whatever. It's always these weird, like, meta things. And it cracks me up and no one else laughs. So I know that I'm the odd person out. So I felt in this really, here's a word for you, Dadaist humor, sort of non sequitur, like just out there humor. And so I ran down the sta- the the grandstands and my wife's like, what are you doing? And went and paid my $5 for my kid's shout out. <laughs> and this was that shout out because only my two oldest are in the this band. To Chloe and Emily from Dad and Megan. Spicy chicken nuggets are back at a participating Wendy's. Limited time offer. Conditions may apply. Check your local store. <laughs> My kids, who are significantly younger than yours, have laughed about that for like six weeks. They think it's the funniest thing. We'll be going to my daughter's soccer games, and she'll be like, Dad, can you just yell like, spicy chicken nuggets are back during the game? <laughs> it was just so out of the blue. Oh, I bet they were so embarrassed. I was not there, but I they, told them no, the story. I, actually, they're they're pretty good sports, so they get what I want to train my kids on is the the senselessness of everything. <laughs> I want to train my children to be nihilist after I said they. No, it's like it's all just stuff. Like 
you're you're lining up with a horn in high school to toot a song on a football field where no football's being played, and then another school's going to come do the same thing, and you're in competition with them. This is like. Don't take this so seriously. Well, the other, the other, enjoy it. Try your hardest to win, or just to do a great job for the audience. But like, let's not take this. Well, and you know, I'm big fans of your kids. But the the thing I find this got to be somewhat painful for band parents versus sports parents. Given there's all pains yeah. and, and pleasures and everything, but is that you can't unless there's some weird thing you can't hear your child individually playing. So it's just like, hey, there's a song. Yeah. But it's just you're the, in it it's doing the thing. it. I mean, look, they know I don't love it. Like as far as my personal taste, this is not something I would elect to do. There's some parents who this is their, and I get that there's the parent, and and I'm sure we have someone that like become a fan of everything. Like like we had kids that my kids' friends that became that played volleyball. Then they're like the biggest volleyball fan ever. And I was like, you didn't you didn't know volleyball existed six weeks ago. Your kids like. Just want like this is junior high volleyball, super weird stuff. I don't understand. Obviously about parenting. Send me parenting tips at Marky Money Podcast. Well, to roll this back to the most random podcast of us just discussing band Disney, I think the goal I wanted to get to on this, and we are bumping up on time here, was that to the pandemic issues, to whatever the whole idea of hey, stop and making and get me a shirt, and you're. I went to a whatever Comic Con and, and got the item online. Is like I wanna remind our bank marketers that either make fun of us or think we have something smart to say. If you're not to do the Gary Vanderchuk double down, if you're not quadruple, triple trending down on mobile and digital right now, I got nothing for you. Yeah. I mean it's hard to even say it like as blunt as I can say it because we've got to move in that direction. And I saw a. Um, well, we're waiting on somebody to do it. Look, here's do it the for deal. us, and they yeah. did it for us. Yeah, the but, customer did it but for like us. Digital transformation companies and all that, and you know there are these um, pundits that shout digital like there's a box of digital to pull off the shelf. There's a there's a particular guy that I want to challenge that's like just talks about a couple of guys, and they'll know I'm talking about them. And you it's just like. Like digital this and digital that, but th- but it's never attached to a thing like account opening, advertising, marketing, landing page, conversion, scoring. But and, digital can be like a clock. But but my I mean, digital is, is just a word. It's I never a, it's see a, a plan. I hear a lot of the word digital because it's a buzzword, and I would say y'all beware some of those because they're actually bad actors. They have no um, substance. If you're just like well, we, extolling, I guess I want, what, what I want to do is caution even ourselves is it's not, digital is about a customer. There, there's the product side of digital that they that the customer gravitated to online banking, mobile banking, all of that. Then there's the digital side that we do, which is advertising, landing page traffic. And then there's the part in the middle that's online account opening and conversion. That's it. And your eye needs to be on that ball. I'm with John. Yeah, so but that's it. that's the no I haven't heard any of these digital druids <laughs> drones. No, digital druids cuz druids practice some fakery magic. Even be able to give a cogent pathway of that. It's a digital ad that gets you to a landing page. They're scoring your exploration of the website. Maybe automation. I automation is important, but it's not as important as 
some have been told, at least start sending emails before you automate them. I don't know that there's a true, pure automation possible yet. Right. Because someone has to monitor, someone has to yep. run it, has to set up, even if it's this clicks on this, so it sends you but, to but, this but and drops this, someone's got to see can't, it. I guess I'm trying to say, if you can't articulate a clear pathway of the client and customer journey, probably actually makes much more sense now than it ever has. Digital ad, landing page, maybe some scoring, some retargeting, automation, emailing, possible, depending upon sign-up. Online account opening conversion to a digital ex- customer experience, the, the online banking and mobile banking. It's just weird. Like, But all you just described, digital could also be SEO, SEM. It could be social well, media. Well, it could be the, the creation. That, but all those are specific pieces that yeah. it's digital. It's just like saying... Marketing. I mean, it's it's well, just, well, well. Let me let me rail on. Have we talked about? We didn't talk about this. We should have talked about. It. We're gonna talk about it for a minute. The get out the vote messaging. Oh, don't. When some. So I don't understand the love affair with the generic go vote message. I believe every American should vote. I don't think it should ever be a marketing campaign. Like just breathe. Or I mean, there are things that that we have access to. Way too opinionated in this podcast. This guy is. I don't like it. If you're going to waste the time to say vote, at least tell me a candidate to vote. I at least want you to have a position, not just go vote. Like, I'm fine with an uninformed voter. I'm, I, that's not my problem. But it's just, it's like a group of restaurants saying, hey, just go eat, eat out anywhere. It, it's, so I you don't know, I've like spoken it. this before. We've seen a Facebook, you know, oversaturate you with voting whatever advertisements or persuasion. Then television's got them going from different companies. But, you know, get up the vote, rock the vote, vote.org, all that stuff. I understand the history behind groups being limited to vote and encouraging those to vote is super important to me. My only thought about it is always that's the minimum. It's like the minimum wage of being a citizen to me. Voting is like the minimum wage. Like, I guess you want people to check in, but it's it's the minimum wage of being a citizen. Like, there's so much more you can do. Serve your community, serve your country, do what, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm always just like, go vote. I'm like, but how do I know who they're? I guess my political science brain always goes, but how do I know who you're voting well, for? It just, it's nonsensical. It's just bank. Just go, just go, just go get a bank. Like it. There's no other world it makes sense in. And I get that we're in a bi partisan system. Well, I don't want to skip over the fact that there are many is, groups that have struggled for the right to vote and have and traditionally, especially in the South, been held down from voting. So I get the importance of it. Well and but, but again, and I do not argue against the no, and that's encouragement reform. of. But yeah. I don't I don't argue against the encouragement of telling people to vote. What I argue about is where are you voting? Like that's what gets me is just like where are they who's voting for what? Right. It's it's just like I'm like it's kinda of like the go bank thing like well are you are you doing savings? Are you what's your what's your goal here? Like yeah. what I just think there's why why not go ahead if you're going to expend the energy, give some value of who. I love this website. What I don't know what it's called now, but where you can go and see how your politics line up, which candidate you align with. You do a survey. Is that right next to the which friends character are you? No, or no, no, which, no, no. It's much. It's which person? No, I know. What you're actually, talking about. banks could learn a lot from this as a as a decisioning tool. It's it's. Uh, do you know what's called, Bobby? isidewith.com not for any particular party but this is a high value go check out isidewith because isidewith.com what you do is it gives you every major issue 
that candidates have mentioned or that are on ballots for your for your region, and you put in it, it gives you a cogent question like, "How do you feel about legalized marijuana?" And it's got a bunch of different answers, and you can put your own answer in, and then you weight how important that is. So if you're like, "I'm ambivalent to to marijuana." You vote in the middle. Or I think it's medical, or I think everybody, yeah. every store should have it like cigarettes. Yeah. You know, you, so you go through this, and it is one of the coolest, most valuable systems I've ever seen. That it sh- says you side with, you know, I'm not going to name either presidential candidate because, again, steer clear of controversy. Jim Bob Cooter, the former quarterback of um, University of Tennessee. Backup Volunteers, quarterback. Back, NFL offensive coordinator. Yeah. Just because it's a fun name to say. On this, 62% and the opponent. So it lets you build an opinion, a political opinion, and it really points out that you're not going to agree with every candidate 100%, even though there are certainly people on both sides of this presidential election that think that both candidates are deities somehow. <laughs> uh, sanctified. No, but I, I like where you're going with that, too. Is like put them, get, Tell them to go to that and fill out the survey. Well, and to that point, the minimum wage of being a citizen, the minimum wage of being a, a bank, a financially literate person is like, well, there's the unbanked. I think it's like 20 percent or it's probably less than that. that I, I don't well, I, I don't know that I, I don't know that I believe that, but that a lot of pe- that there's a high percentage of higher than you would think percentage of Americans that are unbanked or underbanked. Underbanked would probably be the right word. But it's weird to me that it's well, just get a bank account. I'll give a shout to ABA with their bank on trying to create a, a kind of a minimum buy-in checking account for um, underbanked and, and uh, citizens or people, whatever you want to call them, to uh, to get a banking account. The idea is great, and I, I, I really like they're doing it, and I encourage banks to do it. But I hope banks take it another step and try to take it from getting a bank account, which I know it's the foot in the door uh, to help people have better financial lives and protect their money and make sure their deposits are insured. And use better ways to transfer funds and, and understanding versus just you know keeping cash under the mattress. I think it's on the banks as a responsibility, just like with the with voting. Is we've got to educate on why do you want a bank account, why do you need it, and what's it do for you yeah, versus like, just have a bank account. No, well, no, it's it's here's what it does to help. Well, ironically, I wrote a somebody maybe J B Clark. I don't know who wrote this blog a while back on don't forget to explain banking at the mabushc.com slash blog like. We're so close to it. When If a banker ever tells you as a marketer, like, I understand. No, bankers are the least qualified because we do banking to act like the customer. Oh, do you know how much copy I have to change when my staff, and, your staff too, writes? And, and people they, take offense to it when I say and that. And they write bank talk, and I'm like, no, because, no one knows what that means. Yeah. And so I guess to full circle this whole thing, the Internet and digital is here. Uh, digital is a broad term. Make sure you specifically know what people are talking about when they talk about them digitals. Secondly, explaining is better than the minimum wage of entry in anything, whether it's voting or banking. I think there's a deeper dive in there, and I guess being that being part of a, a certain demographic, I probably take voting for granted. And so, and I admit that I admit straight up that I'm just like, oh, I've been able to vote since I was 18. It's totally not been a big deal. But totally agree with things like um, voter suppression, like that. I don't know that a Facebook thing fixes voter suppression. Is my point there? It's encouraging. It feels good. I mean, it does. And Nike's sending me emails telling me to go vote. It's weird. It's a little over. 
I think last the last turnout was was the lowest in history, right? Percentage wise. For the amount of pop yeah, for the amount of populace that could vote. Yeah, the lowest percentage of the voting populace I think is fifty eight percent. But like two back, Obama's first election I think was one of the highest. Yeah. I don't know. I can go like you said in the whole political science, like put compelling candidates, you know? Well that <laughs> anyway, to the to the point of all this, uh and travel safely. And if you get the chance to give shout outs to your kids, make sure you minimally embarrass them if possible in a classy way. And uh, I think we can close by saying that uh, I don't know if spicy chicken nuggets are back. No, they're there. They're permanent now. They're it's permanent not funny now. because they're... it's permanent on the menu. Oh. Now, the next one, and they didn't do another one where they had a shout out was going to be the McRib. Ah, because the, the McRib. Is up. the McRib back? McRib. Remember, is the McRib back now? No, well, it's the McRib is like always a limited time offer. No McDonald's can use it. It's a, it's a weird little promotion thing. It's. Read stories on McRib since the internet is at your fingertips. So anyway, we've given you a little extra podcast this time. So with that being said, I'm going to close the McMoney Marketing Podcast. McBuy. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.